This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What's up? It's your boy, the Ted Smith from the men's room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app. Unfortunately, what you're about to hear is real. The members of this radio program are simply not that bright, or what some people would call educated. They are merely stupid. They're not trying to offend anyone on purpose. And all have played doctors on TV. You have been warned and are cordially invited to join the party. This is the men's room. Forget it, man, and get with the countdown. Get, 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 get with the countdown. Shake this square world and blast off the kicks, Bill. The trippers, the grasshoppers, the hip ones, all gathered in secrecy and flying high as a kite. This is the men's room with Miles and Thrill. You know what they say, shake your radio more than three times, and you're playing with it. You're listening to the men's room. And away we go. Welcome to season 18, episode number 4008. Along with Steve the Thrill Hill. The Tits Man. And my car. Montgomery. And you, Hardeman's Room. On tap today, it is the random question question. Your guess is as good as mine categories, the most sinful cities and pooping. We will play profile this. Plus headlines, bedroom shot of the day, fun with listener emails, and everyone's favorite, TV time with Tim. The clock. Drinking and drunk. All right, here we go. Happy holidays as a woman pulls down her pants mid-flight and pees in the aisle. <laughs> Meanwhile, a dog drinks a half a bottle of vodka, and the video of him will make you smile. Dog is hammered. Oh, yeah. An Oregon giant inflatable hammer goes tumbling down the street. Family in North Carolina loses its home, trying to deep fry some meat. And a Michigan man gives five women syphilis of the eyeball. That is all coming on today's very special episode of The Men's Room. And now, here's the question. Hola, bitches. Good day to you and yours. Thanksgiving just passed, so food is on everyone's mind. And in case you've been wondering to yourself, man, what's the most expensive hamburger in the world? Well, I have good news. I know the answer. You just have to travel to the Dalton's Diner in the Netherlands and order the Golden Boy Burger. It is not served by Oscar de la Hoya. You'll get a Wagyu beef burger with beluga caviar, white truffles, Iberico ham, king crab, 
Dom Perignon battered onion rings and two saffron gold leaf buns, all for the low, low price of $6,000. Now, if that seems steep, how about a $3,300 chicken sandwich? It's not that the actual sandwich costs that much, but that's how much a 77-year-old woman was charged for it when she accidentally brought it into Australia. You see, she forgot she had it in her backpack, and when the flight landed there and land down under, she went through customs, they discovered it, and she was fined $3,300 for trying to bring it into the country. The worst part is, they also threw it away, so she didn't even eat it. Now, that's bad. But for an even worse story, we go to Georgia. A woman there, she ordered a 12-inch Italian sub at a local subway. Now, normally, that would cost approximately $7.54, but instead, her credit card was charged... $7,112.98. But I know what you're thinking to yourself. Simple mistake, right? Wrong. She's been trying to get the charge reversed for a month. But the subway manager, he refuses to talk to her, and her own credit card company denied her request. So right now, she's on the hook for a $7,100 12-inch long Italian sub from Subway. Eat fresh indeed. Now, these are just some of the stories that we've come across, stories that left us with many questions, questions we'd like to ask you in the form of our random question question, and this is how it works. You call us, we'll ask you a question at complete random, and after you share your story, we will share with you the news story that inspired said question. To be a part of the big show, the random question question, call 206-803-ROCK. You can like The Men's Room on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Men's Room Live, and send your emails to the men's room at KISW.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to The Men's Room with Miles and Thrill. 99.9 KISW. Oh, Charles, away we go. Welcome to Season 18, Episode number 4008. A large and in charge program we have for you. A guaranteed future repeat on this uh, lovely Monday. Hope you had a wonderful holiday there with family and friends. Mm-hmm. Hope they've left. <laughs> or you're back <laughs> home safely. Uh, either way, big show for you today. Uh, exciting return of your guests is as good as mine. Boy, we got some hot off the press uh, statistics here for you today. Our two categories uh, just out today from WalletHub.com. We have 
the most sinful cities in the United States of America. You know, 1 through 10, or are you just going to go 2 through 11? I'm going to do uh, you know, 1 number through 10. One. I can tell right. you what the least sinful city is. Again, it's Pearl City, Hawaii. Where, That's the least sinful. Yeah, where apparently nothing happens. Uh, but there's a bunch of cities on here that I've never heard of, but the most sinful cities... Tried and true places where debauchery happens, uh, more so than not. Yep. There's a couple cities on here that I think should be on the list, but they are, in fact, not in the top ten. Oh, okay. Uh, one of them being my favorite hangover capital of the world. You think that's Las Vegas? It is not. It is Portland, Oregon. For whatever reason, whenever I come back from Portland, I feel horrible. Because we put it on. <laughs> it's not Portland's <laughs> fault. Just whatever they have available, more strip club, we will do. More strip clubs per capita true, than true, I believe true. any city in the United States. There is, but thrills right too. Because you always go, I don't know, you go down there and knock. Like, wow, you don't yeah, exactly. have to go exactly. crazy every right. time. You don't, don't have to. Yeah, it just kind of finds you. But uh, <laughs> they uh, they had some uh, some key categories: anger and hatred. Uh, wow, violent crime, so to speak. Jealousy, being fraud and identity uh, identity theft. Uh, excesses and vices, so drinking, fast food joints, drug overdoses. We have greed, like casinos, gambling disorders, lust as far as adult entertainment, vanity, like tanning salons, plastic surgeons, and laziness. So like the people who right. are volunteer and exercise rates and everything else. So we have the uh, the 10 most sinful cities in America. But my favorite category that I found over the break, which states poop the most? Mm. So they did a huge survey. Doing a per capita, I'm guessing, right? Right. It is the average number of poops per day. Now, the uh, the highest rated state comes in at about two and a half poops a day. Where per the, person? Yes. Okay. The lowest right. rated state is only one poop per day. Really? Yes. Now, how did they come up with this list? I'm not sure. It's crapshoot. Uh, but either way, mm -hmm. look for states waiting where, all day to say. where you think people eat more than, than not. No, just and poop then, more, man. Because some people eat a lot and don't poop a ton. I think I'm about a three pooper a day. Yeah. Uh, due to state averages having been rounded, some states appear to be tied. So if you're wondering the state where people poop the least, that would be Missouri. Really? Yes. All that barbecue and you're not pooping. Montana's at 49. I could see that. That makes sense to me. Louisiana is at 44. Are you so all that butter all and that food, all that hot that, sauce and you're not pooping that, it out, man? That, that, that is exactly. North Carolina is in the 40s. Florida, New York, uh, uh, places where I think, you know, people do uh, throw they down with some They eat a food. lot, man, and the food is good. Wow. So which states uh, poop the most? Coming up with uh, your guess is as good as mine. Oh, what else do we have for you today? Oh, yeah, we launched uh, Coats for Kids today. We've got uh, 300,000 children in, uh, in Washington State that live in poverty. And, of course, as the, the weather gets colder, they need a quality jacket to keep them uh, warm. So that's why, once again, we've teamed up with the Washington State Council of Firefighters, Operation Warm for Coats for Kids. We're going to try to put as many brand-new American-made jackets on kids as we can. So $20. Just $20 puts a brand new coat on a child in need. Our goal is to get a coat on 2,500 kids so that the winter is a little bit warmer. And we're hoping that you can help. So if you can donate whatever you can, head to KISW.com as we kick off uh, Coats for Kids, which is an outstanding organization as far as the, the Washington State Council of Firefighters, what they do. And we're going to help uh, as many kids as we can. So in this time, uh, if you can give uh, 20 bucks, give 5 bucks, give 10 bucks, Whatever you can give, man. Yeah, man. And I'll, I will say this, man. We were just lamenting this over the break. Like, the weekend was beautiful. Blue skies, the sun is out. Very un-Seattle-like at this time of the year. But it is freaking cold, man. That's what you like, get. There's a no definite difference, right? Like, all right, it's not going to be gloomy, but you can freeze your ass off. Yeah, so Coats for Kids, please donate what you can now at KISW.com. Always, we do every Monday through Friday. Lucky you. Ho, ho, ho. 
Men's Room at the Hour exclusively on Odyssey. If you don't have the Odyssey app, download it now. It's absolutely free, and we'll see you coming up at 6 o'clock as we've got some props from the uh, holiday weekend on episode number 501. There's all kinds of podcasts there from uh, uh, The Podcast, Megacast, Greatest Story Never Told Podcast, our daily podcast is there. We've got a Men's Room music channel soon to be updated. Oh, that's right. As soon as we get a list of uh, tunes in to Mike, we'll, we'll get that back. But either way, right now, I mean, the station sounds great. I listened to it a little bit over the break. and Man, there's tons of great tunes on there, all kinds of different genres. And, of course, you got your daily podcast if you happen to miss anything or you're taking a road trip or whatever. Take the men's room along for the ride. Uh, so download that Odyssey app now at, uh, at uh, odyssey.com or on your favorite app store. And then search for the men's room. And today is the day that we do our random question. Question 206-803-RAW. Let's say hello to... Hold on, let me minimize this. Hello, Danny. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. Danny, welcome to the program. Random question, question. All right, we've all been eating a little over the uh, holidays, I'm assuming. What would you say is the most expensive meal that you have ever eaten? The most expensive meal. Oh, uh, you didn't necessarily remember. have to pay for it, but it was just expensive. Yeah. yeah, I think the most expensive meal. I might have already. We might have already talked about this in a, under another context. But uh, a couple years ago during COVID, I wanted to go out and get steak for my birthday, but the only steakhouse that was open was Daniel's Broiler, and so uh, went out there. And uh, you know, I think three of us went, and we didn't only get steaks. We got an appetizer, like tuna steaks and stuff. I think it was like 600 bucks for three of us, maybe. Okay. That's uh, not the worst in the world, man. Was it like you and two dudes or what? It was my me and my sister and a buddy. All okay. Right. Does that include like a bottle of wine or something as well? I mean, I think I had, you know, some nice whiskey on the rocks or whatever. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, and we each had something. Who do you think contributed the most to the bill, right? Because with food, I found it's roughly even, right? But then, like, I will get beer. And that adds a little bit. But to your point, if I get whiskey, that jacks it up. But my wife will get a bottle of wine. And I know for a fact, most of the bill is probably that bottle of wine that she will drink on her own. Because I'm not a big it wine drinker. unless I drink mixed drinks. Because I'll get two or three of those bad Do you get mixed drinks at a... Yeah. I mean, like, if it's going to be uh, yeah, out of steak, two hours. I get an old-fashioned myself. Mm-hmm. Right. Something with a big hey. ice cube, you know? Right. What, what, what are those types? I do like the big ice. Like, uh, I'll take the whiskey. Normally, I don't want ice. But if you have the big, fat-ass ice cube, please add it. Because mm-hmm. it looks cool. Yeah. Trying to think the, uh, the most... pretty even. Yeah, I tell you what, Daniel's is a great spot to go. We were just talking. I was going to say if that's the only one that's open, it's like, oh dang. We were just talking about going to steakhouse. I, I need to do my annual steakhouse trip, which I haven't done. I try to go at least once every year or two or whatever, and I normally end up at the Met Grill. Right. But uh, it's time to get that done. I, I keep looking at. A, I follow them on Instagram and I mm-hmm. see all the pictures. I'm like, I need to get down there and sit at the bar and get myself a steak and some drinks. And just I went in there and had had a couple appetizers and a couple drinks before a Kraken game. Nothing wrong with that. I'm trying to think of the most expensive meal I've had. I don't know what it is, uh, because I didn't pick up the bill either time, but I believe it's probably one of two occasions, and both times Hair Club probably picked up the tab. Because the one time when we had Escargot and all this crap, but I mean, you're talking, what, 15 people there or something? It It was a lot of people. The place is already expensive, and then we were ordering all the super expensive stuff because they said it's on the house. We're like, cool. And then also with Hair Club in New Orleans, he took us one of these chef tasting deals. Man, Amazing. Where t- it was Amazing. unreal, man. It was a 10-course meal. None of the portions were particularly huge, but even individually, I'd have to think these would be, quote-unquote, $35, $40 appetizers. Mm-hmm. And there's four, of, five of us were there. And I, I have to think that had to be like three grand, maybe. Okay. I mean, that, that one dinner we went to in Munich was pretty... 
Yeah, I would uh, imagine. That, that, that restaurant amazing. only had like four or five tables. Maybe, maybe. And but that I was know, in Euros. And then me and a buddy years ago, we went to Vegas to see uh, Chael Sonnen, Anderson Silva, too. Nice. Okay. And we went to a steakhouse. I don't even think it's it's there anymore. But we had like literally our appetizer was like Iberico ham and this and that. My buddy's really into restaurants, so he was like, "I'll get it." But I mean, I we didn't even go crazy. But that that one was hundreds of dollars, and it was literally two of us. Now I know the play. It was Nobu in uh, South Beach, right? So everyone's talking oh, about Nobu. Yeah. Robert De Niro's a part owner. Means nothing to me. I just heard the food was good. He's a part owner, and uh, we went to South Beach. I was like, fine, I'll check it out. So my wife was really excited about it. And we were there with another couple. And, and to Nobu's credit, the food was unbelievable. And I remember the appetizer that we really liked was like 60 bucks or something for their like five dumplings. Right. What are the, and these dumplings were worth it, man. But I remember we got our bill, and all of us about passed it. It was like one of the few times I wanted to do a dine and dash, except we're staying at the hotel where it's at. Uh, mine was... Mine was my daughter's high school graduation. So 20 family members came into town. Ooh. And they all came from the East Coast. Were you picking up the bill? I, well, they all flew in. They all stayed right. in hotel rooms. They were here for two or three days. So right. when the dinner came around, I'm like, all right, you know what? You guys have already spent enough money getting here. I got dinner. Not a big deal. I, I got this. You did a head count first, right? Yeah. There was probably about 15 to 20 people there. And we had the dinner at a place called Palisades, which is a seafood yeah, restaurant yeah. over in Elliott Bay. I guess Magnolia, whatever you want to call that. Yeah. Beautiful. On the water. Blah, 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 blah. I got the bill, and I about fell off my chair. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. But you offered to pick it up. Like, I Red did. Lobster. I did. Hey, everyone. I did. Yeah. It's, um, if I'm going to Palisades, right? Mm -hmm. Again, with that kind of head count, nothing against Palisades. But I understand what they're doing. Right. And they, that, do, they, they wear a larger party. So they had a couple things built into this. And a couple of those things were like every table of like five or six people got a seafood tower. So this is one of these. Oh, this is one yeah. of these. I mean, you yeah. know, every single. Are those are, those, that's, that's, if, that's the most expensive appetizer any fine restaurant. Oh, we got four or five. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh my God. Like, what, what did I say? I mean, it sounds <laughs> awesome. I've still not had a seafood tower. I'm always looking at it. Were yeah. you, were you kind of price watching as you, as you go Actually, to the was, place uh, that doesn't no. put the price? Because some places you know don't put the price. And I'm like, people, if they don't know the price, just know it costs a ton. People were having a great time. It was good for all the family to be uh -huh. back together again. Uh -huh. People were drinking. They were having sure. fun. They were yeah. ordering mixed drinks. They all right. Loosening up, which costs a lot. Like, yeah. I'm just like, you know what, man? Uh, she's only going to graduate one time that I'm going to be around the the high school world. So you know, she's off and going to do her own thing. So I'm going to take up. I'm going to take care of this tab. Would you do it again? Hell no. Yeah, that's we, right. we will. We will go uh, someplace else and still have a wonderful time. That's a fact. <laughs> the reason we asked, what's the most expensive meal you've ever eaten? A grandmother was fined more than three thousand dollars for a chicken sandwich that she forgot was in her backpack when she arrived in Australia to visit family. Uh, the woman, June Armstrong, she arrived at Christchurch uh, for an early morning flight uh, to Brisbane to spend three months house-sitting, visiting family. She's 77 years old. Supposed to fly with her husband a few days earlier, but changed her flight after she made her uh, first, uh, I guess, uh, uh, plans. Uh, something changed. Tournament? Some weird thing. Yeah, first bowls final. I guess it's probably a bowling tournament she did well in. Well, she gets to the airport. She bought a muffin and a gluten-free chicken and lettuce sandwich, which was gluten-free. I sat it wasn't down even a good chicken sandwich. ate my muffin, really didn't feel like it, so I threw the rest away. But I put my chicken sandwich in my backpack. I forgot. I'm very forgetful, but not forgetful enough to be diagnosed with dementia. She initially intended to eat the sandwich on the plane, fell asleep once on board. She then filled out a declaration for him, said she had some prescription medication. So once in Australia, she went through Border Patrol, where her suitcase backpack, uh, backpack were all checked as the official went through her backpack. 
he found the chicken sandwich. I said, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot it. Uh, could you throw that away for me? He kept going through my bag. She then emptied her bag on the table while the man went away. While she waited, a couple she saw in Christchurch, they walked past. I said, oh, I might be on TV, never thinking anything was wrong. A short while later, the man returned and said, 12 points, $3,300. I said, what does that mean? He says, 12 points, $3,300. She then asked, are you joking? Once she realized he was not joking, she began crying. So after paying... She sent another email asking why she was fined when it was her first infringement, why the fine was so high, and mentioning that the sandwich was sealed. She also sent an email one month later to say the fine was having a significant impact on her life. Yeah, it's 3000 for a chicken sandwich, mm -hmm. man. Then we have a story out of College Park, Georgia, where more than $7,000 was what cost a woman for a Subway Italian sub. That's what the woman discovered that was charged to her credit card bill after ordering her regular number four from the subway. I could have gone to Italy and got that sandwich. <laughs> I know what it normally costs. It's supposed to be $7.54, but the bill for the meal charged to her credit card was obviously an accident. $7,112. I was like, oh, my God, how did this happen? She now believes the screen changed to uh, to tip when she was trying to enter her phone number oh. to collect her subway rewards points. I must have been keying it into the pad, and the screen changed. She thought it would be a simple fix, but nearly a month afterward, she's been trying unsuccessfully to get the charge reversed. She said the store manager repeatedly refused to discuss it, and she received a denial letter when she was disputed the charge with her credit card company. This is unbelievable, because I feel like everyone that sees it has to know it's a mistake. I've worked in retail. I know we tally up at the end of the night. Come on. A Bank of America, which issued her credit card, said they reached out to the Subway franchise and its corporate offices. They said they were in the middle of processing the chargeback. When, Come on. When you know damn well she did not yeah. leave a $7,000 tip for an Italian sub at Subway. More of the random question question coming up. 206-803-ROCK. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 99.9 KISW. The shenanigans continue. This is the men's room with Miles and Thrill. It is Rana Question. Question 206-803-ROCK. Yes, indeed. In the words of Pat Summerall. 
Emmett. Hello, Emmett. Welcome to the men's room. <laughs> you don't know that one, Mike? So Pat Summerall used to be John Madden's partner on Monday Night Football, and he notoriously drank through the broadcast. They mostly hid that for public view, but I guess on a few occasions, he would literally doze off during the game. So Emmett Smith had some big run, and Pat Summerall was clearly waking up to the run, just going, Emmett. That's one of Emmett. All right, Emmett, let's go with this one. Relationship, friend, or work. What was your last breakup that you either had with a job, with a friend, mm. with a maybe a partner? Uh, my last breakup would have been as far as a job. Uh, I had been there for ooh, like like four years. All right, or so. What were you doing? I. Uh, I worked as a uh, mechanic. I worked on uh, heavy equipment, you know, trucks, excavators, bulldozers, stuff like that. And uh, I left because I had this one coworker who, um, amazingly enough, still works there, even though everybody who worked in the shop, um, they expressed their uh, dislike this, this, uh, of this particular guy. And uh, it came down to the point where I was either going to snap and murder him <laughs> or I was just going to leave. And I chose just to leave. Probably a good idea. And it's solely yeah. because of this guy. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I worked anywhere between like 60 and like 80 hour weeks. Um, most weeks, you know, especially during the summer, uh, you know, that's that's when things are dry and you can actually get out and and. uh you know, your construction equipment is working, you know, that, that, that kind of sucked, but I mean, the, the money was fantastic, but yeah, no, it was, it was no. primarily because of this guy. Let me ask you a question. Was he incompetent at his job? Was he annoying? Was he a supervisor? <laughs> was over like, what was his, right. where, where was he on the ladder that it bothered you so much? So, um, he was, he got hired on as, uh, I had already been there for, uh, about a, roughly a year ish at that, at the point that he got hired on. And he got hired on as a supervisor. And at first he wasn't bad, but then he started to become, uh, like a massive micromanager. Like I'd be in the middle of Sam working on an excavator and I'm up on a, uh, ladder, you know, in a, slightly precarious position, you know, maybe the uh, ladder's not very stable and maybe I might be about to fall, but, you know, I'm, I'm pulling a uh, hydraulic cylinder off of a, uh, off an excavator and I get a phone call and I get a phone call and I get a phone call and then I get another phone call. And every time I see his name, I just say, you mother effer, you need to leave me alone. Cause I'm, I'm trying to get my goddamn work done. Yeah, yeah. That's what, okay, I mean, look, you know, one thing that's universally so many true. Times, you know, I, I I finally answer, and he's like, he's like, and he sounds just well. Like he goes, "Hey, yo, where you at on that?" And I go, I go, you, I'm right in the middle of the project. You just let me go. Let me do my job. Yeah, nobody yeah. likes and, to be uh, micromanaged. I don't care mm -hmm. what your job yeah. is. I don't care how long you've been there, man. Micromanaging people is so annoying. I mean, even with kids, you know, if they're doing their homework. I leave them alone until they're done. 
Because even when you yeah. hover over them, how are you doing on the math? They're like, well, find out how I'm doing on this when yep. I'm done. And yeah. you can you can get that sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think yeah. I've had to deal with too many micromanagers too much. No. We had a couple of chefs that would get up in you, but I understand it because there's specific reputations on the line. It's still not awesome, but you go, okay, you put your name on the restaurant. I have to execute this right. Because, right, you're not going to suffer yep. fools, as it were. But Well, the reason we asked a relationship friend or work, uh, what was your last breakup? Here is a headline that a lot of us never wanted to read. Daryl Hall sues John Oates. Oh, I That's know, a big man. story this weekend. It's killing the me. Restraining order that Daryl Hall got against John Oates is now being explained. Daryl Hall has sued his longtime musical partner, John Oates, arguing that his plan to sell off his share of a joint venture would violate the terms of a business agreement the Hall and Oates duo had forged. Uh, the move quickly prompted a judge to temporarily block the sale. While legal proceedings and a previously initiated arbitration continue, a judge issued the temporary restraining order writing that Oates and others involved in his trust cannot move to close the sale of their share of Whole Oats Enterprises. Whole Oats. Until an arbitrator in a separately filed case weighs in on the deal or until the judge's order expires, typically within 15 days, unless they extend that deadline. Basically, the deal is this. You've heard of people that are going out and they're selling their catalogs to publishing companies. Sure. Uh, a number of artists have Springsteen done it. Springsteen just did it. Uh, done it recently, yeah. and they, they've, they've cashed in, and basically they've given their musical rights over for millions and millions of dollars. Some of those terms are not disclosed. And but, you'll start hearing it on more TV commercials, halftime shows, right. etc. Well, uh, John Oates wanted to do this. Daryl Hall did not want his catalog sold as of now. Okay. So he doesn't have... Look, if Manwich Sandwich Mix, right? If they want to use Maneater or whatever, yeah. they can if John Oates sells his portion of the uh, 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 of their of their So songs. he just wants to sell, let's assume it's 50%. He just right. wants to sell his 50%. Daryl can keep his 50%, but because a lot of their songs are yeah. a team player, he still doesn't want to hear. Because no, there's well, a he, song. Oh, they have he, an agreement oh, yeah. that said, hey, we, we got to both agree to sell it. Okay. Right. So you can't fair. sell just half of it. I'm curious because, so my wife told me about this, right? We didn't have all the details of what it's about, just restraining order, all this stuff. And we were watching one of the football games Sunday. I do not remember what the commercial's for, but it's a Hall and Oates song, essentially, is their jingle. And I'm not thinking about that. And I was like, huh, when did Hall and Oates start? It's the first time I've heard one of their songs using right. a, a television commercial. My wife goes, you know what? That might be at the heart of what all this crap's about. I'm like, you know what? That's a good point, man. Well, well you, you could still use people's songs. You just got to pay them. If, mm-hmm. As opposed right. to selling off your catalog, and then it's widely used. So, like, you right, can still right, right. use a Hall Notes song. You just got to... Ford is paying both of right. you specifically I, but for ironically Ford. Enough, right. Ironically enough, Daryl Hall, uh, back in the day, sold off his half. And then they got back together and said, hey, let's just let's just be on the same team together. Right. Daryl Hall did not get paid when he sold off his, the, the catalog rights. He did not get any money. He said, um, all you have is, is your art and your music. And even though he messed up, they made a pact that they would not sell any of their catalog again. He said, and so when John Oates came to Daryl Hall and said, hey, I want to sell this. He said, I can't go for that. No can do. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it had to be done. But either way, uh, Daryl Hall is on tour as a solo artist doing all the music of Hall of Notes. So wait, and, explain and John, John, John Oates so, was supposed to do like uh, a handful of dates before the holidays. So he has not, he's not allowed to even go on stage until they get this So Daryl Hall sold his half of the catalog however many years ago. Correct. And did not get paid? Apparently, whatever deal he did was not the... Uh, How do you sell something and not make money? I mean... I, I don't know. I, I would I don't assume know he has an account like, hey, man, you could make a whole lot of money on this, right? And I guess... 
Hall. So Oates was like, cool, do your thing. Then they get back together for the We Still Hate Each Other tour, but we're going to do it anyway. Yeah. And they're getting older. So, I mean, he's like, look, I don't want to be out of touch, but you're out of time. It's going to be all day, Mike. Yeah. Brandom, random, random. Hello, JP. I'm sad about that, though. Brandom, they're not friends. Lickin' and whores, bitches. Lickin' and whores. I mean, look, when I first read it, I was like, huh, no kidding. It only seems strange because you haven't heard any of the stuff leading up to it. Right. In no way does that surprise me. It doesn't surprise me. They've hated fans each other. all the time. You see it with shows. Like, eh. But they've openly hated each other. I mean, for years. Right. Even when they went on their, their latest tour, it's like, oh, no, man, we don't get along. We really yeah. don't. But we wanted to do one last tour with that a-hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So oh, let's when, go with- Darryl, when Darryl Hall helps him with his laundry, is he selling his oats? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gave him man. That's right. Like a true Quaker. Yeah. All right, let's go. Uh, let's go with this question. For better or worse, what uh, physical feature about you would you say that uh, everyone notices? You know what it is. Oh, it's my big fat head. You got a big fat head. Let oh, me say head. big fat head. Huge, is it? I like- have to order an exercise helmet because it's so big. I can't even wear other people's helmets. Are yeah. you an? Are you an eight? Uh, no, I think most women would call me a four. Oh, I'm talking about the size Hello. of your head. Yeah. <laughs> does it look you. Does it look unusual for your body size? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm a big dude. All right, three, two, forty. Right. Yeah. Now you say that, but the flip side of that is people still notice your big fat head. Now, is it so, your head, or some yeah. people have a big ass neck? So, so in other, do, you, do, know, do you have like fat cheeks? Is it an unusually long forehead, like Beyonce? Is it just a big ass dome in general? You guys are so good for my ego. Wow, this is great. <laughs> wow, it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, no, all that. No, it's I'm just I'm six three two forty. You don't you don't find you know you don't find Malaysian Malaysian children in my size. You know. <laughs> okay. All right. Look, man. I will say, as far as people with big heads, uh, a friend of the show, love the guy, Craig Gas. Mm-hmm. He's got a big head, man. And, and it's like, I notice it when he walks in. It doesn't look, quote unquote, funny or unusual, but you can't help but notice. Like, I feel like Charles Schultz drew your head. Right? Yeah. Some, I mean, look, I have a buddy, and it never really, it didn't bug me. But one day we were talking, he's like, yeah, man, my eyes are way too far apart. And I know I'm, who you're talking And every time I see him, right, I, I, everybody's <laughs> nodding. He gets it. I just never really noticed it. But now, every time I see him, I'm like, yeah, they are. He's IMAX, man. The, yeah. <laughs> the one thing you don't do, if no one brings it up, don't tell people. He's you're, yeah. I noticed it the first time I yeah. met him. But if I'm like you, Ted, once he brings it up, like, I can't not notice You need that. those wraparound glasses <laughs> as far as your frames, just, you know, to get through the gap of how far that is between the brains. His eyes are just oddly far apart. Right here, you know? Yeah, I always bring up there's a guy that used to play for Arsenal, German national team player, Metzit Olsen. Mm-hmm. Same thing. His eyes are out there. Yep. There's a guy that works, uh, I, I would not say where he works. He works in proximity to where we work. Mike and I have nicknamed him Simple Jack. Uh, <laughs> but this dude, I, I just I went to order food, and I couldn't stop staring at him. Younger guy, but the biggest two front teeth I've ever seen on a human being, right? And I mean, and then he had a bowl haircut. Like, he really wanted to look as bad as you could look, man. And I'm like, oh my. So I'm telling Mike about it. And Mike went down, went to the same place, and he's like, yeah, dude, he looks like Simple Jack. So now that's his okay. nickname. Right. It really does, man. I just, I can't, I can't get past it. That dude could eat an apple through a picket fence. You know what I mean? The reason we ask for better or for worse, what physical feature do people notice about you right away? Have you guys ever heard of pregnancy nose? Pregnancy nose? Pregnancy nose. No. I have not. Apparently I have one. 
It's a new one on me, but apparently many women say their noses get bigger when they get pregnant. And someone on TikTok recently said that it looks like uh, Little Mermaid star uh, Hallie Bailey has it. She would like you to know she does not. She says, quote, listen, if I see one more person say something about my nose one more time, it's going to be hell to pay. You know why? Because I'm black. I love my nose. What are you commenting on my nose for? Leave me the hell alone. See, you say that, but here's the flip side. I don't know what she looks like pregnant, but I know what she looks like not pregnant. Maybe the best mm-hmm. way to put it. Uh, so I feel like if I saw her in her pregnancy, and the one thing I noticed, not the baby bump, but your nose, that something's going on with your nose. No one's ever commented on your nose before now. So that tells me something to it. Yep. It's okay. I got to think the rest of blowing up too, man. Mm-hmm. Random, 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 random. I just heard about ankles. Random, random, it's always random, ankles. Random, you know what I mean? Random, Woman's pregnant, it's like, man, your belly's big, yeah, you're retaining water, your cheeks are getting fat. It's ankles. Yep. That is the one complaint universally. My ankles hurt. Yeah, I have a cousin. His wife is very nice. But we were in our 20s. Mm. I didn't know much about pregnancy or this or that. And we're at a wedding. She's handing out the little, uh, pro, or whatever. Program. Yeah. And I said, oh, I feel bad for you. Like, that just looks painful. Everything looks so swollen. And I mean, we're in a church. She's very nice. And she was just like... Like, F you. Like, yes, everything is swollen. And I was like, oh, sorry. She's like, yeah, I'm eight and a half. Like, I'm due soon. Like, everything. I'm, I'm like, yep, yep, I'm an idiot. I, I like how you're yep. trying to be kind, yep. and it's just the worst thing to say. Boy, just looks awful. I mean, you're just yeah. all bloated. Yeah, that's got to be terrible. all this water. Like, you yeah, know, the worst part's people bringing it up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hello, Scott. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, bitch. Hola. Hola. Scott, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Yeah, yeah man. Thank, thank you so much, man. First time, long time. I tried to call in years ago, and one of you guys was going on a rant, asking people to do something from behind. It was about boat meat, and I never got on the air. It was a real shame. Yeah, I got sidetracked right. with anger. Yes. But yeah. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. Well, let's go with this one. If you could... What would you like to do one more time that you've done in your lifetime? Maybe you're not physically able to do it anymore. Maybe it's a Maybe location. she moved away. Yeah, whatever the deal is. What would you like to do one more time if you could before you pass on? Well, uh, you know, that, that ex is no longer around. So how about this? Uh, a, uh, a, I did a trip backpacking, canoeing, portaging uh, up in Canada, Adirondacks, uh, living off your back. Most fun I've had. Uh, did the Boy Scouts. Um, I just, I don't think I could physically do it again. I'm getting a little older. Uh, but man, that was just, it was just amazing. How so, long you know, were you out there? there, the up there. Uh, we did uh, three weeks living off our backs. Wow. And okay. By the time you get back into, into civilization, any woman, 80 years old, oh my <laughs> gosh. You know, <laughs> Yeah, but you know what, man? Your your body is in so much better shape when you do stuff like well, that. Well, sure. First of all, you lose a little weight. You're active the entire time. Now, did you guys take canoes with you? Did you portage through different areas, or did you hike most of the time? We portaged almost everywhere. We rented fiberglass canoes. And uh, my good buddy got into uh, an argument with his other friend. They threw down the canoe to, to go to Fisticuffs, and they got a hole in it. And we're oh. 200 miles from the nearest ranger station. So we had duct tape, saved the day. 
Yeah, okay. actually, I will on it. Yep. Did Phil Swift show up with Flex Seal? Right. <laughs> I've done. Uh, I, I've done. I've done eleven days uh, canoeing and mostly canoeing in Canada. We did a lot of portaging as well. But uh, the one thing I'll always remember is how black the water was because it was so clear. Mm-hmm. The fact that at that time we were so far north in northern Quebec, you could take your you could take your cup, your your steel stainless steel cup, dip it into the lake and drink the water. And just drink it straight up. Drink the water. That's why. I don't know if that's still sell safe or not, but we did. <laughs> And it was really weird because if you if you went fishing, you need to have a steel leader on your line because all the fish have teeth. The pike, right, the muscle, right, right, right. They're going to bite that thing in half. So it's kind of weird to do like saltwater fishing in freshwater. In a creek. Right. Or river. No, knowing what's Absolutely. down there. Knowing what's down there. What, uh, what was so funny, though, is that we were drinking the water fresh out. After three weeks, we get back. There is a truck dumping raw sewage into the lake illegally at the oh. place where we flew out. You know what? The, I'll talk how, how many days did you go worried that one of you is going to get like dysentery and start pooping blood or something? Oh, gosh. Uh, probably about three or four days. We, we were young kids, 16, okay. 17, yep. 18. Yeah, we, we didn't care too much about it. Uh, <laughs> I think where we got most scared was when we came across the border. We had CDs in all of our cars. And there was one kid, Danny, kept telling everybody to hide the drugs, hide the drugs. Oh, my God. We were terrified we were getting the cars ripped apart. Like, we had nothing on us. Yeah. Eye-opener for me at the time was the fact that uh, in French-speaking Quebec, first of all, everyone's bilingual. They they all speak French. They all speak English. But But they won't. The fact that we're Boy Scouts with an American flag. You think that that French-Quebec people hate the rest of the Canadians? They cannot stand Americans. So that yep. was a, that was yes. a quick quick lesson that you know I I, I didn't realize they're not going to answer any of your questions they're even be with like, boys no English like you speak English we know this my mother said for five bucks people speak English they had the same experience I think they were in Quebec City this is years ago right so my mom goes there with my father thinking the same thing well it's a bilingual country we'll do fine and she goes man as soon as they figured out you were from the states suddenly they, they you know no English can be spoken at all <laughs> my father was like. I'm going to call BS on this. So I guess they hit like an ATM. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't uh, speak the English. Here's a five spot. All right, listen here, player. You want to go down the road? Is that guy do it to me at a bar once in, a, in an airport. Where, like, where was the airport? In Quebec? Or? No, it was in, in Chicago. And I said something to him as we were watching like a soccer game, and he starts talking to me. And then you're right. It must have clicked in his head that I was American. And then like the next sentence was, oh, I don't, in French, I don't speak English. And I was like, well, we're just talking we to me. We just had a conversation. Yeah, and he like turned. Damn. I know. That's why I said it's like, oh, I guess he doesn't really speak much uh-huh. English. And, like, I can't remember. It was my, somebody I told that story to was just like, yeah, he just didn't want to talk to you. You were American. He right? should have started just talking smack on him to the bartender. Because he oh, doesn't yeah. understand English. Like, you see all these pimples on the back of his head, man. It was but we were like, page. we were in a convenience store in the middle of nowhere, like in North Bay or near Lake And they still Lake won't Lake. do it. We're, we're spending money. We're, we're buying all, like, our snacks, you know, our Twinkies and candy bars and stuff for the road on the way back. And, you know, there, there's there's 15 of us dumping a ton of money in the store, and it did not matter. They did not want to talk to us. They would not speak. <laughs> they just ring it up and go, you know, whatever. Reason we asked if you could, what would you like to do one more time? Uh, back to the world of music, 74-year-old Ozzy Osbourne. He knows he won't live to see 100. As he puts it, at best, I've got 10 years, maybe. He recently had a Optimist. fourth surgery to fix the damage caused by a fall he had in 2019. And he had a rod put into his spine and a tumor that was then found and removed from one of his vertebrae. So he's been recovering to try to give fans one last performance. He says, that's one of the things that I've been most effing mad about. 
I never got the chance to say goodbye or thank you because my fans are what it's all about. If I can just do a few gigs, uh, they've been loyal to me for effing years. I just want to be well enough to do one show where I can say, hey, guys, uh, thank you so much for my life. Uh, that's what I'm trying to work toward. And if I drop dead at the end of it, I will die a happy man. But Ozzy refuses to perform from a wheelchair or sitting down. He also says, I don't know why I'm still here anyway, and I do sometimes think I'm on borrowed time. I said to Sharon the other day, what a great effing life we've had, and what a great effing experience. So, by the way, in related news, Geezer Butler from Sabbath says Ozzy's claims that he hasn't uh, checked on him are false. They talk all the time, and uh, they're still friends. I like that Geezer is his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even when he's like 20 years old. Now, it kind of fits. Exactly. Like, yeah, you're, yeah. What would you do one more time? Of all the things you've done. Like, oh, God. That's a tough one, man. Like, I don't know. Hmm. Some things are doable. Like well, I, we went on a European fun. cruise. It was one of the best experiences I've had. Granted, it costs money. I don't want to have to spend money on it again. But but I can do that again. It but, depends on the experience. Like I know Ted, you probably would want to go for another birthday weekend. Oh, the Bunny Ranch. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean, that's that's easy money. I mean, if Dennis was still alive, I'd go down there just for his birthday again. Sure, yeah. they're just fun time. Anytime. Uh, one more time. Either run on the field uh, at a college football game. All right. Because when you run through the tunnel, that's it's kind of a surreal awesome. experience. Yeah. Or, uh, I don't know, go to the Super Bowl again. Because my team's going to be there if I go. If they go, then I know I'm going. I, I would do CBGB's again in New York. I think it's closed down since then, man. But Maybe. just a legendary club in New York City. Got the opportunity to play it. And it's, it's just surreal because you're there. Because I want to say like two weeks before that, like Guns N' Roses had played there. You know, for some taped thing that they mm-hmm. did. And I'm like... Granted, they had a few more people than we did, but still, it, I'm like, this is cool. It's the most disgusting bathroom I've ever walked into my life. They don't care about anything. Everybody's mean, but it was a great show. And I'm like, fellas, we're not going to do this again, man. You got to soak this in and enjoy yeah. it. And we did. I mean, look, it'd be fun to box in an arena or in a casino really? again. That but would be badass. If you could just remember any of it. <laughs> yeah, right, but do it right. The lead up to it and everything would be pretty physically tasked. And getting punched. Yeah. That's yeah, that the downside about that is yeah. getting punched in the face. So you ready for this? Uh, look, look, looking at CBGB's over here. It looks like uh, in October of 2006, uh, the last show was played at CBGB. <sighs> but the aftermath, uh, by late 2007, fashion designer John Varvatos planned to open a store in CBGB's former space. Oh, all right. <laughs> so he's got, My man. He's got clothes. Step oh, in there. I will say this. You know, if you go out and you get into a fight or a physical confrontation, you don't plan on that. that that's no. just something that goes down real fast at a bar or whatever the yeah. deal is, or yeah. family, you know, whatever fracas or whatever the deal is, but... It's kind of like when you know that guy's going to beat you up after school, mm-hmm. and he's waiting for you. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the equivalent of scheduling a time where you know that it's counting down, and you're going to get punched. Yeah, the mental part of it is, is crazy. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and that's the that thing. Most people don't. Right. Most people, like, I mean, that's why I respect the hell out of boxers and MMA guys. It's like, right, like you're specifically saying, all right. Two months from now, we'll see you Saturday night in the arena. Like, and I'm telling right, people, I'm going to beat your ass. Yeah. But it's the time. Like, you know the exact time. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I mean, like, you're on at 8, man. You're in the ring. You're like, oh, man, here it comes. All that to get punched in the face. More of the random question question coming up. 206-803-ROCK. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 